raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Sam Farber, Hornets radio play-by-play voice. You can follow him on Twitter, at Sam Farber Live. Sam, I know you're excited. I see the smile on your face. You are bobbing to the Tribe Call Quest. You are ready <laughs> to go. The vibes are ready, man. Yes, you are ready to go. I am pumped. This is a great, exciting day. It's been too long of a summer. I'm thrilled to be getting it going. We're about a week away from the tip-off of preseason, roughly three weeks away from the regular season, October 25th here at Spectrum Center against the Hawks. I can't wait. It's going to be a great season. So, Sam, what is the number one thing that you're most excited about? Because I know you have so many, and I know this is going to be hard for you, but what's the number one thing you're most excited about this Hornets team coming into this season? You're right. There is a lot to be excited about. But number one for me is seeing the latest iteration of LaMelo Ball. I think that he has just taken every Every single step that you could imagine your wildest dreams, what he would look like from rookie of the year to an all-star. Even last year with all the injuries, he clearly had improved in his shot-making ability and his assist numbers. Everything was going up, and it's just the injuries took him out of so many games. So I'm excited to see, particularly if we get a 75-game sample size of LaMelo Ball this year with all the other parts around him, what can he do? Can he average a double-double and something like a 25-point, 10-assist double-double? Is he able to take that kind of step? and what will the Hornets do in turn with him. Not saying that they have to have those kind of numbers from him to be successful, but I think he's capable of doing that. So I'm, I'm giddy thinking about what he's going to look like out there. And I know last year there were good moments that were had during the season, of course, but now you've got Miles back into the fold. Now you've got Brandon Miller along with LaMelo Ball. You know the type of magic that these guys can make. So in your broadcaster training, did you have to get your voice ready to go to different octaves for when some of these really big-time exciting plays happen? You know, I, I don't reach the same kind of peaks as Willie P does. I don't, I don't have that that vocal range, I guess, in my repertoire. And uh, Eric Collins, he, he is the master. You know, he, he has all the excitement. I, I can get up for these kinds of moments, too. Um, but we'll see how, how much I stretch my vocal cords. I like to, to leave a little something for when the Hornets inevitably win a championship gotcha. and have that parade down Minton Moore. And I want, I want to be ready for that moment and have something to go to. I'm ready for it. I'm absolutely ready for that. I did want to know, do you have a call in waiting? Because we just got the announcement 30 minutes ago that the Hornets are launching a Jersey Patch partnership with YouTube and social media sensation Mr. Beast Beast. and the Feastables chocolate bar. That is his line. It's now we actually see the advertisements going around Spectrum Center. As we speak, do you have a chocolate call ready to go this season? Do you have anything for Feastables? Are you working on it? i got to work on something. i got to say, the the jersey patch, it looks seamless. Like This is just when a marriage between a a partner and a team's existing colors, which are beloved and renowned throughout the NBA and throughout Mm -hmm. the country, and it just looks like they were always supposed to be together. So this is a perfect fit. We're excited to have Mr. Beast and Feastables be a part of this great organization and uh, definitely have a few extra candy bars floating around the office. There you go. To try one. Hopefully they come my way as well. Uh, we got the, and speaking of seamless transition, you're talking about a little light blue in there, a little yep. purple. Mm-hmm. So the color scheme, it fits perfectly. I do have to ask you this. If we were to describe one of the players on the roster as Mr. Beast, 
Would it have to be LaMelo? Oh, nice. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, because LaMelo's the star, right? Is there anybody else that fits the Mr. Beast moniker as well as LaMelo for this squad? Ooh, you know, he's, he's got all the swag and everything with him, too. I think I, I think he might fit in there attitude-wise. Yeah. You know, that ability to attack the basket. Maybe you got Miles Bridges in there. What do you think? I was thinking Mark Williams. Mark okay, Williams so hear me out. If, if we got, like, this dude, it's not necessarily the crazy, fiery personality, although he squares up if you need him to, but protecting the rim, defensive mentality, you ain't making wingspans like Mark Williams, no. so just having that as a beastly Only nature. Only in video games. Yeah, let's, all right, so maybe Mark Williams is that. What are your thoughts on Mark Williams and his sophomore campaign? I, I love it. I don't, the, the only hesitation on the Mr. Beast is he, he is just the nicest yeah, guy Yeah, it's true. The, the personality doesn't fit as well. I mean, you know, <laughs> and he'll go out there, like you say, he's, he's emotional, he's fiery, but... He's also someone that you would entrust your child to. Be like, here, go hang out with Mark for the yep. day. Because he's, he's just the nicest guy in the world. But, yeah, I, I like it. I'm, I'm excited for year two with him. He didn't get as much time with the normal core. I think after the trade of Mason Plumley, the expectation was he would step in and get a 30-game run, hopefully. Unfortunately, with injuries and whatnot, it was limited more to 15 to 20. Um, but I'm excited to see what, what he can bring to the table. That, that, I think, is one of the real key positions from this team. Because we've at least seen every other group get 60, 70 games, sample size out of them. The center room, we really don't know. Both Nick Richards and Mark Williams are taking a step up, and all the signs are there that they're going to take this position to another level for the team, but you still have to do it in actuality. So that's one of the maybe question marks coming into not necessarily camp, but the season. There's Mr. Beast right here. Oh, yeah, we got him. Colin, on the spot. Came through, huh? We'll have to do a review of these. Live taste test? Yeah, 100%. We can do that. We can do that a little bit. Uh, Speaking of of taste test. Wow. Hold on. I just saw that rapper. (laughs) Sam. What do you got? Sam, are you going to reference uh, the D's Nuts flavor of Mr. Beats Feastables (laughs) on the broadcast at all this season? Way, way to throw that at me uh, right on, online. Oh, there. we got you. Oh, it's Sam, I'm going to. I can't wait. We have to cut the sound when you have to include that and talk about the flavors. I, I'm like Ron Burgundy. Whatever we, the copy says, Sam, I got to read right? <laughs> Sam, I'm sorry. Your main responsibility now is I understand if you can't do it. Plus, you're in partnership with us. We got to hover over the dump button as well. Can we get this to Eric Collins at somehow, too? Like, just get this candy bar to Eric Collins, and somebody needs to integrate this into a call because that's – Hilarious. Yeah, try them today. Yeah, these nuts. We'll send it up the chain. We'll send up the food chain. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and so, Sam, when you look at this team, and I know NBA is not much about division championships and things of that nature, but this division is not stacked with insurmountable teams. You look at Miami, they didn't end up getting Damian Lillard in that trade. So how do you see the Hornets as far as if they are together and the health stays in their favor. Where do you see them stacking up in their division and then in the Eastern Conference? Well, I do think this division is more open than maybe it otherwise would have been. Clearly there was a linkage of an all-star player to a team that has had so much postseason success that it would have made them a juggernaut. They're still, Miami, a very formidable opponent who's run this division for a long time. But I, I think it's open. When you look at Miami, it's a team that for all of the amazing runs that they have had, multiple now, 
in the postseason, they've not always been the strongest regular season team. Sometimes that's injury. Sometimes that's building continuity. They've made some significant changes to their rotation. So what are they going to look like for the entirety of the 82-game season? Can they be caught? Uh, Washington's going through some rebuilding. Atlanta gave up, a, or didn't give up, but traded away a major piece in John Collins. So I think there is an opportunity here for the Hornets if they can get off to a good start and really build this thing up to maybe surprise the league, but not necessarily surprise themselves. They have high expectations. I do think as you look across the other divisions, this one doesn't have as big of a juggernaut as, say, Milwaukee in the Central or, uh, you know, the, the Golden State Warriors out in the Pacific or Denver, certainly. You know, there, there are other divisions that have that major power, and maybe the Southeast is a little more open than it may otherwise have been. And then when you look at Brandon Miller coming into his rookie season, is this kind of the perfect situation for him because of the pressure of what Wimby could do in San Antonio? Him coming in with a lot of great veteran players that will be playing in front of him, him probably being able to come off the bench and ease himself into the NBA game. Do you feel like that this is a perfect situation for him to come in and eventually just continue to stack and get better as the year unfolds? 100%. I, I think, you know, when you see someone draft in the top three, oftentimes it's a rebuilding situation. And something like Victor Wembanyama to San Antonio, where you know he's going to get whatever minutes, whatever shots they think he is ready for and needs to get for his long-term development. Uh, similarly, you know, Scoot Henderson in Portland right now, things have kind of cleared for him at the point guard position. He's going to get in all likelihood, whatever minutes. Here, it's not so much that Brandon Miller's blocked, but there is competition, and that's good. You want players to be ascending and learning from great guys who have been an all-star at their position or in that general vicinity in the past. And I liken it to what we saw from Boston as they made their transition to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Those two didn't come in and immediately start getting minutes, even though they were both top three picks, because there were other all-stars around, either playing their position or next to them. There was someone else to take those shots and allowed them to grow into the players they inevitably became. Do I think they still would have gotten there had they been given the ball and the keys You know, day one? Absolutely, because they're tremendous players, and I believe that for Brandon Miller as well. But much like when we saw for LaMelo Ball having to earn it, going through Devontae Graham, get an opportunity, becomes clear to everyone that he has to be the starter. He's been all the better for it, I think, and I think the same thing is true here for Brandon Miller. That'll do it. It's Sam Farber joining us for Hornets Media Day I, I at the Spectrum Center. I throw one What's more thing got? at you. you I heard that you know there was some talk about someone making a projection, and That's I right. thought he was going to strut here into <laughs> Spectrum Center with his hair all out. You know, I thought Fitty was going to show up and say, "Hey, I, I feel good about my projection." Calling you out Fitty. to be what was it, thirty-five wins? So, so the the argument was that we would have 10 more wins than last season here uh -huh. with Charlotte because of what Coach Borrego was able to do, the yeah. first stint, going from 10 wins, you know, increasing the win total by 10 wins a couple of times. Could you see that with the Hornets? I said yes. Fitty said no this year. So if he loses, then he has to shave his head and cover it in peanut butter for a show. Okay, part it, of that is a change now for me because I thought this is a horrendous bet. One, no faith in <laughs> no. the local team. Mm -hmm. But secondly, for everything that went wrong last year, injuries, yeah. absences, it could not have been worse mm -hmm. for the Charlotte Hornets. They still managed to right. dye Willie P's hair blue. Why <laughs> so would make <laughs> That's a, a good bet. point. He could have said, I will dunk myself up to my chin in mm -hmm. peanut butter. I'd say, all right, at least you didn't mess with the hair. But now he's going to have to shave his head and be... 
it, it, thank goodness he is, because or else he'd never get the peanut butter out of that. <laughs> for, for some reason, we keep going to the hair bets. Yeah, Willie P it's did. A bad bet. Well, I mean, apparently there is precedent now for the Hornets having changed somebody's hairdo, and that was Willie having to dye his Almost hair blue. Almost did it for his wedding. That's true. Oh yes, we <laughs> wanted it to happen so badly. All right, so Sam Farber throwing some shots Fitty's way. Hopefully. Hopefully, I win that bet, and Fiddy does have to cover his bald head <laughs> with some peanut butter. <laughs> Spectrum Center, live for Hornets uh, Media Day. That's the play-by-play announcer, Sam Farber, joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Sam, we appreciate it, man. Appreciate you guys. It's going to be a great you, season. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. All right, man. Looking forward to talk with him as the season goes on. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.